you're joining us in front of the telly. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You watch Black Widow. Oh, we're starting with me. You don't want to start with yours? Yeah. You've been so anticipating your show this, hey. this whole time. Yeah. You haven't been anticipating Black Widow the whole time? I mean, like, <laughs> spoiler alert, she's dead. <laughs> That's what I told Steph. I was like, we should go around going, so, <laughs> she died. <laughs> spoiler, spoilers, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, but she died. She, uh, you can't really spoil because, you know, she died. Um, I'm not, I'm still going to try not to. Um, yeah. It was, I think it was a pretty good send off for the character because okay. it basically is like bye bye Scarjo. Uh, yeah. I don't know how they could bring her back other outside of, um, obviously they're going to lean hard into the multiverse. Yeah, but uh, the multiverse could bring her back. Yeah, but because uh, I think that's how the X Men are going to come into play. Mm. Um, it was very good. I was really scared. You know, I saw Red Guardian in the trailers, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this guy already." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, but I didn't buy any merch because I'm like, I haven't seen. I'm the kind of guy who fucking hates it when someone wears a band shirt of a band they're not like mm-hmm. a fan of, and so I I. Mm-hmm. I just because it looks cool. Yeah, like, and I'm, so I'm like that with all things. If you, like, I'm not going to wear, like, a Denver Broncos jersey. So I don't give a fuck about the Denver Broncos. Um, but it's got a horse's head. Yeah, I'm not uh, in the, I'm not in the <laughs> Rohan clan. I'm just kidding. From just uh, kidding. Lord of the Rings uh, either. Um, but, uh, so, like, I wanted to get Red Guardian stuff. I was like, nah, I want to wait for the movie. Because what if he ends up being an asshole? And I hate him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I didn't. He's great. <laughs> He's adorable. Um, everybody did a great job. Rachel Weiss um, did a great job. I've been a fan of her since Constantine. Uh, the bad guy. Well, let me keep going. Uh, Yelena Belova, or what was it? Her last name is very gross. <laughs> Pug. 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 Florence Pug. Pug. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep calling. Would you stop saying it like that. <laughs> it's P U G H. It's pug. It sounds like God. someone got hit in the solar plexus. You're terrible. Yelena Below. That's her name. That's what I'm calling her. She's the other Black Widow, and pretty much she's gonna take over the yeah. mantle. Um, she was great. You know, the fun thing about her and Scarjo, their chemistry was great. Is it? It really reminded me of uh, uh, Natasha and Steve's chemistry without the kissing Mm -hmm. during uh winter soldier where he's very straight laced and she was like sharing like showing him how to be a bad boy as he's on the run from the from the from the popo or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and uh this time it was her sister doing that to the it put it was uh, natasha was in the straight man um Mm. straight person natasha was once steve yeah and so it's uh, like um, a cute joke that uh, carried on through the movie was um, Yelena going, oh, "What? Why are? Why are, Why do you constantly do the pose where you put your hand down and the hair flip back? Why do you do this?" And Natasha's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "You're doing a pose. You're a poser." 
It's like someone's <laughs> looking at you all the time. What's wrong with you? You're an assassin spy. And, um, <laughs> and there's a couple of callbacks to that. It was cute. So, like, she's the badass mm-hmm. who plays in the shadows as compared to the Avenger. And so she, mm-hmm. uh, and they're on the run. And so then she gets to sort of, like, put her on the back foot in that way. That was cute. They had a good relationship. She did a great job. It was nice. Um, there, I don't want to, so there is a, there is an addition to Natasha's story that Mm -hmm. very much complicates, um, how I judge Natasha morally, um, very similar to what they're doing to Wanda and, I don't want to call out a sexist thing here, but I don't think of any of the guys who have an addition to their story. You know, um, where Wanda put everybody through hell. <laughs> like, there's no coming back from that. We talked about that. Right. And um, I don't think this is, this isn't a spoil- You're an idiot if you don't. So Natasha doesn't, leaves the Red Room, but doesn't come back for Yelena. She just leaves her in the program and never comes back for her. That's sort of mm. shitty. Like, at this point, yeah. she's an Avenger. She has strings. She's got people who can go back and find her with her. She doesn't. She's a bye-bye. Um, which, look, it's not like that was the original intent for the character. But when you add these things, you, you, you're also leaving these consequences out of the story. Um, right. And so I think it makes her a little shitty. I mean, not horrible. Not now like, oh, well, then Natasha's not good enough to be an Avenger type thing. But just like, that was sort of shitty. Yeah. Um, I mean, but but she does say that she has read in her book. And she never feels like she has gotten rid of it. So that could be one of the repercussions. The thing that is always on her mind. And the concept of pulling... Like, she it's really true that she would never have gathered up her friends to go rescue her, go rescue Yelena. Like she wouldn't have asked them to do that for her. She could have gone with, I mean, Hawkeye. I think she would have asked Hawkeye. She could have asked Hawkeye, but based on what you've seen about the red room and all of that stuff, like how dangerous would it have been for them those two to try to rescue her? Like would she put her friends in that kind of danger? You know, for something that is is her selfish wish? Like the reason that she could be she could sacrifice herself is because she was basically learning how not to be selfish. I mean, you know, like it's it's a stretch. But yeah, and once you see it, I think it's, there, it's a there might be an explanation. You might still agree. You might still think that after you watch it, but I, I, I it's a stretch. It's a stretch, and it's look. I'm just saying, like, the addition of that uh, dynamic is interesting, and that's why we mm-hmm. watch these things. Um, but I think it complicates the moral sense of the character. She's always, but the thing is, she, like, no, she has the. Th- the thing with the red in my book is, I mean, she was an assassin, a mind controlled assassin, but an assassin. And so Mm -hmm. just like the winter soldier character, which is why in the comic books, they have a a connection. 
um, mm -hmm. is she knows all the things she did, whether and she takes responsibility for them, which is why she feels bad. Um, mm -hmm. And so we understand that she has a checkered past, but mm -hmm. I, I, I think she would have asked. I mean, you'll you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. I don't want to give too much of the story away because there isn't a lot there. And so I just, it's like, yeah. I will say this. Oh, no, I want to keep going. Um, what other things can I say? I really do want to. Yeah, I did really. You want to say say good things, but you don't want to give too much away. Yeah, it's like so a... people can pay the fucking thirty bucks to watch. Oh it. well, that's what I was about to say, and I realized no, that's a closing statement. I was going to talk about the thirty yeah. bucks. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, it's like a peanut butter sandwich meal. I'm, I don't want to pick off all the crust for you i want you to eat it so i'm trying not to though there isn't really spoilers i don't because there isn't i don't like crust i'm just kidding if you don't like crust you don't like Sorry. bread um i know right <laughs> if you there's not a lot to spoil so i don't want to ruin the journey either mm -hmm. um but i do want to tell you the good and the good and the bad things and the bad things like you said okay. is there's some additions to the to the story that add to natasha's backstory that make you go yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, but you you were saying something about if it was a dude that did this. I don't I don't know if any dudes. No, no, no. Wasn't if a dude did the specific thing they had her. Okay. What I'm saying is I haven't seen, and maybe we'll see something in Hawkeye. I okay. I haven't so far. We've had since the we'll say the you know the the end of that last phase, phase three. I think is what it mm -hmm. officially is because we're in phase four. Which okay. I've said from day one, phase four, phase three to one through three was handled so phenomenally. And the amount of mm -hmm. like complexity of contracts and appearances and all that shit that they had to go through, like, <laughs> bravo, you could fuck it all up from here and I'm still going to love you because I'm still right. not sold in the internals, but whatever. We'll, we'll see what we get. <laughs> um, so. I'm just saying any of the additional stories in, in phase four for the existing characters, we've got Wanda who just terrorizes a fucking town for her own grief. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a way like that. It, she's just never going to pay for that. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I feel like that's just, she's never going to pay for that. That's the red in her book. Yeah. And it'll never go away. She can never work that off. Yeah. And I don't even think she, she's going to end up feeling bad. Like I'm saying within the storytellers I and mean, yeah yeah i mean that sucked it was horrible but like what are we gonna do <laughs> what's done is done she's I guess. still a hero right but it's just like we remember <laughs> we remember what you did wanda yeah and then adding this uh story of not going back for yelena that to me adds a wrinkle in natasha's character now on the other hand look at any of the ma existing male characters, none of that type of complexity has been added to them to where you, it makes mm -hmm. you rethink and uh, relabel good guys from bad guys with any of them. In fact, they've gotten more sympathetic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the vision was around for the ride and gave his life for her. And um, Loki's been nothing but a redemption story. So right. and I don't think that's spoiler. That's maybe Hawkeye. Maybe Hawkeye would up being a bastard. That's what we got to look forward to. But until that <laughs> happens, I have a feeling they're just going to make something shitty for Kate Bishop to do. If mm -hmm. what I, if, you know, like I said, you don't want to, I don't, I'm not someone who likes, I don't want to call sexism all the time, but I'm just saying, I'm noticing it's a lot of women getting some shit added to their characters and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not liking yet. So, yeah. 
Hey, I'm a fan of calling sexism all the time if it if it's there. Well, I you know? saying, if it, I, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, I haven't, of course, watched Black Widow, but um, they've given. You're right. Wanda has an unforgivable character arc, like a a, a spot on. You know, like in her story. Is she really a I good mean, guy? Like, like that type of deal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, because like if we go back to like when they first find her and. You know, she is has been trained to, you know, think badly of them, of the Avengers and everything. You know, it's just like, yeah, she was a villain then, but it was just, you know, brainwashing, you know, kind of thing. Um, and then she not only gets right, but starts fighting with them, you know, kind of thing, lending her power to them. You know, so are we ready for her to be a villain again or... or you know at all is yeah. this is that what the mcu is trying to move us to or is it just this un, un unconscious or possibly conscious bias where women's story has to have them doing something egregious you know when they've already done something egregious you know yeah now don't get me wrong i think that the weight of grief could drive somebody to do what wanda had did and i kind of like that there's an unforgivable bit in her storyline you know because like you know she's responsible for what happened to the wakandans she's responsible for you know having to you know do this whole what did they do what did they sign the accords Uh, you know yeah oh i want to talk about that uh secretary of state go on (laughs) okay you know but she has a lot of responsibility in how you know like they got separated uh the avengers were separated in civil war and all of that stuff like that she carries a lot of of the brunt of that responsibility even though the storytelling didn't put it on her necessarily outside of her putting it on herself you know it's um it'll be interesting to see if it really is you know, like a bias that's that's happening to women's stories where it's just like, this will be interesting, you know. We're going to add this element to it. But then the guys are in there with all the guys. It's just like, yeah, they were bad guys, but now they're whatever. Sam's got to be Captain America because he's 100% still a goody two-shoes, you know. <laughs> I think I think it's more, and again, this doesn't, this doesn't mean it can't also be sexist. I think it's more bad storytelling. Um, they tried mm. to add something, and they didn't think through the full repercussions of what they were doing. Uh, I okay. I will be pleasantly surprised, but I doubt it'll ever happen. That mm-hmm. Wanda's sin of doing that to that many people for her own purposes, for her own selfish purposes, will mm-hmm. ever get brought up again. Like I don't, think, you don't think so? I don't think the MCU will ever make her have to pay or think about that ever again. And that's the part mm. that I don't like. Like. Mm. her being in grief and expressing herself and that affecting other people and it affecting people in a negative way. No, that is interesting, but not having any kind of karma or repercussions back from dealing with that onto her. Yeah. I think that or doing that, I think that, that that's what I find egregious and I'm not a fan of. And so, um, Natasha having a bad past or, you know, like I said, like Winter Soldier, where she was in, wasn't in control of herself. That's understandable and that's cool. And a character having that type of like self, you know, responsibility and uh, that's interesting <laughs> awareness. Yes, yeah, self. Uh, but it's not fair that what what I'm talking about Natasha's story 
is the same as Wanda because obviously Natasha's dead. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, and it got brought up by her her sister come you know keeps saying like why the fuck you leave me um <clears throat> so she's she at least did have to pay some penance penance even if it was minor um right and but she got she redeemed herself a little bit anyway i'm just saying we'll see if the bad storytelling falls that way for the dudes just it hasn't yet um mm-hmm. okay to the politics part <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know why motherfuckers don't know how the government works? Because movies like this have the Secretary of Goddamn State there for a SWAT bus to try to catch her. Like, that's not how the government Wait, the works. the Secretary of this state doesn't follow SWAT into no. the battlefield to try to catch <laughs> no. a rogue spy? No. Are you kidding me? But that's what TV taught me. I, exactly. Like, like, does the Secretary of State... Have, would the Secretary of State have something to do with the... Uh, uh, Sarkovia... I'm not, I'm not... What's the word? I'm losing the word. The fake... Sarkovia Accords. Yeah, the... Sarkovia. Sarkovia. He... Yes, he would absolutely... That would absolutely be his job. He's the top diplomat. Who's the Secretary of State right now? Uh, Blinken. Before, Who was it? Before... Under Trump. Pompe- well, first it was the Exxon, dude. I'm blinking on his name oh. right in a second. But for most of it, mm-hmm. it was Pompey. Okay. Who he pulled from the CIA. I'm just trying to think of those guys, like, going out with SWAT. To, yeah, no. <laughs> to, <laughs> Neither is Blinken's fucking military I mean, I know. But... Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know that you know. But even trying to imagine the real people doing it. And like, no, not even the fucking Dulles brothers. The one who was Secretary of State and his brother who was the head of the CIA. They wouldn't have done that. Um, so, yeah, that was like so frustrating. I was like, what the fuck is he there for? And I'm like, this is why people don't know how fucking government works. <laughs> um, it makes sense to me that the Secretary of State would. <laughs> um... There's another part. No, I'm not gonna say. Taskmaster was cool, which I've always. Oh, was that John Harbor? Is that his name? No, that's John. Well, first off, no, that's the Red Guardian. David Harbor. Ca- oh, Taskmaster was the um, villain. Okay. Well, yeah, the villain's head henchman. The main villain is just like a dude pulling the strings. Oh. Um, played by Ray Winstone. Um, Taskmaster was cool. I wish I had seen a little bit more of the fight between Taskmaster and Red Guardian. I wasn't completely satisfied with that. I would like just a little, mm. just a little bit more. But for the most part, the fights are great. Uh, I was really excited. I was really um, disappointed by one thing. There is a really cool stunt female stunt uh, performer, Sam Mer Ryder. So like Samurai, and then right, you know, mm-hmm. D E R for Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. she's super, fu- she's super fucking cool. And I knew that she was going to, I, from following her on Instagram, she said she was going to be in this movie, which I felt bad. Cause mm-hmm. she made the poster even. And I felt bad that like, it, this is the movie like COVID almost killed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, this was going to be a break for her. And so watching the movie, me and Stephanie, who, you know, we're fans and we're like, Oh my God, where's she going to be? When's she going to pop up? When's she going to pop up? And she gets like one scene of the camera moving across and like the per- the foreground character is barely in focus. Mm-hmm. That's her, and that was it. We didn't get. Aww. She's like, if you find her on Instagram, she's like throwing fucking samurai swords and size and 
bow staffs and doing all these fucking cool ass choreography, uh, choreified moments, and I'm like, we didn't even get her like get to see her kick Scarjo in the face or anything. Like nothing. Barely got to see her. Nothing. Very disappointed. That sucks. Now, for the overall, uh, definite B. And I would say though, look, I went and saw it in theaters because I like going to the movies. And the theater close to me is cheap as shit right now, so I'm going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen every Marvel movie except for two, like, premiere to midnight premiere since fucking X-Men 1, 2000. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I want to see this in theaters. It's not yeah. worth the 30 for Disney. I, I don't think it's worth the mm-hmm. 30 on Disney. Even if you have a lot of people watching? with you i mean if everybody chips in five bucks well that's different and a very not common situation (laughs) yes if it's a house party go for it um if it's just you and your family or whatever like i'm just kidding you're not gonna watch this i don't think this is a movie you're gonna watch a bunch of fucking times there is a mid-credit scene that ties it into hawkeye and Mm. If What If is coming out in August, Hawkeye is going to be October. And by then, it's going to be open for your, you know. Yeah. You won't have to pay the 30. And so, like, right. by the time you need to, everything else, she's dead. <laughs> so, by the time you need to watch this uh, mm-hmm. is the time when it'll be unlocked. So I think that's a better way to say it. Unlock. It's not free. You're paying for Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> so unlocked. <laughs> um. So I, I. Yeah. I. I read an article that said. Or I didn't read the article. I just read the title because I want to watch it. But you know. Um. And it said that. Um. Black Widow comes years too late. Like this is a story that should have been told earlier. Yeah. Do you think it could have been? I mean, it could have been, and I do think it misses a little something that you know she's dead. But I and it kind of sucks that she won't get her three movie arc. Well, well, that goes to pooh. That goes to Yelena. <laughs> um, Say her name correctly. <laughs> Hold on, let me go. Let me go see if I can Victoria. find a. Um, my God, I hate you. Um, uh, I don't think, like, you know what? There's also something to say, like, as far as... It's, um, pew. From Star, from ScarJo's point of view... It, that did mm-hmm. not make it better. From ScarJo's point of view, she got her pew, phase pew. one through three arc, and then she got a nice send-off movie. I don't think it... I don't mm, think... So this is a send-off movie. Well, because she's dead. I mean, spoil, spoilers. <laughs> Just spoilers. <laughs> I mean, so like she dead, y'all. I don't think it's that D.E.D. dead. I don't think it's that big, big of a deal that it that it came out when it did. I see. Um, so yeah, Black Widow, very nice send off, decent. You know, and it's also I also like that. You know, I told you before. I just, you know, the stakes has to be. You know, the fucking the world's about to blow up, and I'm tired of that. So I like it when it's just. Oh, we're gonna take out down this asshole who has an assassination ring network. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> Let's do that. That's enough. <laughs> you want to go get a mugger? Like, like I'm down. Let's. We, it, it ain't all gotta be fucking existential. Um, right. So, 
Yeah, definitely good. It's not a bad movie. I mean, MCU. What's the movie everybody hates? What is the, the worst first Thor? MCU? I guess. Yeah, no. it's better than the worst. Or one, or or one like either second or third Iron Man. Well, I mean, black. But I kind of liked all the Iron Man compared to the Thors. Like the first Thor is definitely not. Yeah, I'd say that. I, I agree. I think that's the worst. It's better than Thor one. It's better than that. Um, okay. I think. I, I yeah, I'm not a fan of Iron Man two, so. And I've I've gotten a better appreciation for Dark World. And I never hated Iron Man 3 as much as everybody else did. Yeah. The ending was shitty. I think, yeah. But I think people were just upset about um, the Mandarin. <laughs> I know, but you're going to get that in Shang-Chi. That's, I'm telling you, this phase is going to be a real, like, struggle for me. I mean, not a big one, but a little bit. It's like, I don't really give a fuck about the Eternals. I didn't mm-hmm. read the Eternals. I don't know the Eternals. Like it, me going into the Eternals is going to be like most people going into Guardians. Mm-hmm. I mean, even comic book ri- readers that I knew had never read Guardians, and so right, um, that's gonna be weird. And then Shang Chi, I'm not a fucking martial arts dude. Like I'm not into that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what Shang Chi was from like birth to now. So <laughs> 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 like. Um, they didn't, they didn't even, <laughs> Shang-Chi was such a fucking jump on a fad that they had to outsource their bad guy, who's now too racist to print. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's how much they're like, oh shit, Bruce Lee's doing well? Fuck, we need to make ours. <laughs> Shang-Chi, <Right>. sure. <laughs> so, but you're going to get Mandarin, and, I, and it looks like the, their version of Mandarin is going to make up for her. Because I... If you give me, if you, if I end up with a good Mandarin, then Ben mm-hmm. Kingsley Mandarin ends up being cool. But if you okay. just waste, if you just burn, you light the Mandarin on fire with that joke, no, that's dumb. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I actually think that's cool to have a, you know, a Saddam Hussein style double pretending to be the Mandarin and he's just bullshit. I think I liked it in the story personally yeah but i also didn't know much about the mandarin in the first place you know yeah so it's just like it was really interesting slash funny to for you know to see the the character that is supposed to be the supervillain, and then find him in bed with two women drunk as fuck you know <laughs> yeah. like, trying to watch football on the telly <laughs> so um yeah i i i liked it but I was also not looking forward to it the way that a lot of fans were well, looking my, forward to my it. My dad so. was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know, my dad got me in a comic book, so he's like a previous generation comic nerd. He was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. But I've never been the whole like, and this used to, man, when I first got with Stephanie and uh, I was taking her to comic book shops and shit. I had a couple people, or at least one dude, come up and be like, "Uh, that's not good because it's not like the." I was like showing her, she liked that like shitty CW Birds of Prey movie uh, show, and so I was like, "Oh, you mm-hmm. should check out this comic book. It's Birds of Prey." And she's like, "Oh, I really like that show." And this guy comes up behind us and goes, "It wasn't like the book." And I'm like, "Who gives a shit? It's a girl. I'm getting her to read a comic book. Back off." <laughs> but it wasn't as good as the book. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm just being a dumbass. Yeah. Sorry. No. So I'm not. I'm not. I've. 
I got over the it's not like the it's not a perfect adaptation a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Pre- yeah, pre- and I feel like you have to. I mean, like it's just, some stuff just who don't re- translate. Pe- yeah, some stuff doesn't translate. Whatever. People who read have been dealing with this forever. Comic book fans, you're not the first. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> you know we went through it first. Pros, yeah, no, yeah, you you got there first. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you said you give this a B? Yeah, I give it a B B plus. It's not one of my hmm. favorites, but it's not a. It's not a bad movie at all. It's not a total clusterfuck. No. There's some complications. Uh but overall, fun. You meet some new cool okay. characters. I don't But don't spend thirty bucks on it. No, it's not that good. Nah. Uh I hope to see the Red Guardian again, but I don't know how that's gonna happen. Uh oh. But we will see the you know, the Black Widow too. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. So of course I watch Leverage Redemption. Why? No. <laughs> you hate that show. <laughs> you watched it more than once from what I saw on social, on Facebook. I've definitely watched it at least three times all the way through. Jeez, crackers. <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. I already can quote some things. <laughs> Let me ask this up top. How was the experience yeah. of IMDB streaming? Oh. <laughs> So the show was that good. Okay, <laughs> that's all that means. The show was that good. I well, so I like Leverage a lot, and it's like totally unrealistic, totally you know like cheesy. There's so much cheese in it, but it's a lot of fun to me. I love a heist movie. I like the you know when you think they're going down at the end, and it's just like oh, but they prepare for it and they're ready for. You know what's happened, and and this is how they prepare for it. But like, when you do the how they prepare for it, it's like there's no way they need this when they made this plan. You know, but it's still fun. It's still like fucking fun. And I'm a Batman guy. I I understand yeah. convenient, <laughs> convenient planned plot points. <laughs> right. I just so and happen so... to have the right tool for this thing that was happening. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> right. I mean that literally is is how it is except for mentally we have prepared for anything our villains can throw at us right and the villain is just like usually spoiled rich people who have gotten their way for the majority of their life they always where's my money you know they want their money and they are basically like fuck all the little people that i had to step on to get to where i am so like they're always obviously villains and that's what that's one of the things that makes it fun and then you know like there is also somebody that that they're saving too like you maybe from the group of bad guys there's one guy that isn't that bad he's just there because his family or it's you know whatever or you know the people that they're saving are you know people who like have a strong history with the place or the whatever that they're dealing with right um like even it's very, um, despite the fact that they're thieves, it's very cop-centric as well. Um, but I do, it's very cop-centric as well. So, like, there's, a, you know, like an episode where the hitter, who's Elliot Spencer, helps, a, uh, gets a job as a security guard so that they can rob this casino. And he ends up helping his fellow security guard work on getting into the police academy because like that is a good and noble 
thing to do, you know, right? <laughs> like we're we're still not dealing with like what the cops are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, we find out what happened to Nate. We find out what Elliot Spencer and um, what Elliot Spencer, um, Alec Hardison, and Parker have been doing in the interim because they continued doing leverage after Nate and Sophie left. But yeah, I mean, like, it's the continue, like it continued what it did before. It's fun. It's peppy. There's some seriousness in it. And then adding Noah Wiley, I wasn't sure about him, you know, like he ER and then he did um, that movie with the, I mean, that movie, but it was a TV show about the alien invasion. Yeah, which I was about to say, that like, came on I, USA. I wasn't sure either, and that was good. Falling Skies. Falling Sky, thank you. Um, then he was the librarian, mm-hmm. which um, Dean Devlin did the TV show for because they were movies. Yeah, so Noah Wiley. What I like is that Noah Wiley doesn't come in as the mastermind. You know, so like, because it was the brains... Hitter, hacker, thief, grifter, brains, or mastermind. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't come in to take Hutton's, you know, one character's place. Yeah, he comes in as a completely new character. You know, we're dealing with his guilt and how he wants to contribute now because he has read on his books, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants to make it right. And and he meets this gang of thieves that help him do that. And um, it was just a lot of fun. Um, it got very emotional for me, you know, first episode. And it, it even through three watches of the, of the entire season, um, or the first half of the season, because there is going to be a second se- series of eight episodes that comes out later this year. I was going to ask about that. Like, what was Leverage canceled too early? What, is this them trying to restart the show, or was this just a reunion? So, Leverage technically wasn't canceled too early. Season 1 almost got canceled, and Season 2 almost got canceled. But then Season 3 was amazing. It was like the best season. So then they get two more seasons after that. So it went five. They, they get, it went to five, right? But like Season 5 was probably the weakest season that they had there was a lot of they did a um uh they had too many show, too many episodes i mean it was just two but they had too many episodes where they were not themselves as the characters they played other characters and then they had too many weak episodes but the end the last episode was one of the best that they ever wrote directed everything you know it was highly emotional it was very very well done it called back to a lot of the beginning of the sh- of the season of the uh, series, and it ended really well. So it had like everything, you know, the highs, the lows, the laughter, the tears. What you know, probably one of the best ways to end a show. Like they got to pick their ending, and they did it well. You feel like yes. yeah, they they got to they told their story that they set out. They to told tell. their story. Okay, exactly. And and you know you knew that they were going to continue, so leverage redemption. The redemption part is Noah Wiley's character um, wanting to make up for 
all the things that he's done to make life hard for regular people because he had a smart mind and could help very rich guys get away with murder basically so he one day he wakes up realizes he's he's responsible even though he has felt like he's never chosen a side he really did by helping these guys get away with murder some literally getting away with murder right so the redemption is for him and the leverage team helps him gain that redemption and the ending of this half of the season does feel like there's there's supposed to be more story i'm waiting on more story and so like when it gets to the it that last episode it's not as satisfying as a even a halfway end because i i feel i always feel like there's going to be one more story and it and there isn't Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited about what's going to happen with this the last half of this eight of the eight episodes the last half of the eight episodes and i'm hoping that they're going to continue to make it because you know i mean the writing isn't lazy Mm -hmm. the the directing is great yeah i i feel you've got two you when a show comes back you have to have one or one of three reasons why and it's either Mm -hmm. the channel wants to uh exploit a known ip like that's Mm -hmm. why they bring macgyver back right or or reboot it uh magnum pi uh hawaii Mm -hmm. 50 these are known known names so we'll just reboot it and that brings a built-in audience or you've got something like the friends reunion or reunion shows like that where it was like the fans are like oh my god like what is everybody up to right (laughs) and obviously too the channel's trying to exploit that as well but like it, it, it's something they but it has uh, momentum <clears throat> from outside yeah. of the studios and then you have something. shows like i presume this one is where it's the show wants to come back like <laughs> like josh jamel wants to do with jupiter's <laughs> legacy he's hoping he still wants to do the show it was like okay netflix don't want to do it hulu you up for that so the show is actually trying to to uh bring itself back and that's what it feels like with you don't stream on imdb <laughs> like you're looking right. for a home basically right and so it definitely feels which is i i think out of those three the show looking for it is better because that means right. someone's got a story that they are dying to tell right and that's always going to be better and they've the convinced other. the studio that this is a good story to they tell that there is enough of an audience to yes. bring it back that makes it worthwhile that kind of thing right and you know like if a studio wants it it's just like it's a money grab and yeah. and you can tell we're yeah or if the fans want it you know it really is a fan's thing you know it's fan but service if the show wants it right but if the show wants it, not only do they get the fans that they already have, but they can get new people on board, right? Because when the fir- when Leverage first came out, like despite the fact that it has it had five seasons, hardly anyone I knew watched it. <laughs> I mean, and I literally talked about it all the time, and I watched it week to week. You know, I was so glad that all the episodes came out at one in one go because I would have watched it week to week as well, and I would have hated it not the show yeah but the watching week to week you know anticipation and yeah and um while i did hate watching it on imdb tv 
because of the commercials. Like, I grew to ignore the commercials to a certain extent. Um, there was a couple that's just like, oh my God, am I watching this commercial again? <laughs> but yeah, you are because you, this is your third run through of watching this whole series. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're watching this commercial again, right? And then there, you know, like I'm a, technically I'm a fan of commercials. I just don't like them in the middle of my TV shows. <laughs> you, when you seek them out? I like, see. I mean, I like watching commercials. I like seeing how how um, uh, businesses innovate commercials to grab our attention and to convince us that this is something that we should buy or whatever, you know? Do they put music in, you know? Like, I, you know, I'm not going to buy a car because of your commercial, but, like, I'm always going to remember that Cat, um, what's her name? Cat, um, not Cat Stevens, but... <laughs> Cat Power? Cat Power did a um, Space Oddity cover mm. for an Audi commercial. <laughs> Weird. Because it was such a good haunting mm-hmm. version of that. And, you know, I want to sing that song in the way she sang it because it's in my key and it's not hitting, it's doing something that is hard to do with iconic Bowie. Well, and she made it her own, but like that sort of that's just a commercial. That sort of means we're old. We get new songs from. I, I mean, I'm gonna admit there's some new songs that I'm a fan of that I got from like the back the soundtrack to This Is Us or Parenthood <laughs> <laughs> or commercials. Because what are we doing? Watching MTV and listening to Top Forty? No. Yeah, <laughs> we're forty. <laughs> we're. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, like so, I was listening to Ryan Seacrest, and I was just like, "How old are these guys? Like, they sound real. like teenagers." Um, <clears throat> uh, it's, I'm it's I'm with you on that. I used to say this, and I, and I and I believe this is true for a time. I don't think it's as true. Well, it, it could be. Well, you know, a music video is a commercial um, for the song, right. or the album, right? Um, and um, for the longest time. You, especially a lot of directors, Zack Snyder, uh, Doug Jones, mm-hmm. not Doug Jones, mm-hmm. Spike Jones, Spike, Spike Jones, Jones. A, Johns. Um, a lot of these uh, movie directors started in movie directors music, started videos. In music videos. And mm-hmm. one of the things you would see in a music video, you would see a special effect in a music video and then you'd see it in a movie. And I think mm-hmm. that that also happens in regular commercials. Again, if we're classifying music videos as commercials, we also saw that in regular commercials. We see that more now in regular commercials because I think music videos they still come out, they still happen, but I think they happen to less frequency. Frequent. Yeah. They definitely. Again, we're old. They don't come in my sphere as much as they used to. No. <laughs> I'm not looking at music videos on purpose, unless not new know. ones. I, I did. Um, I did get, um, I was watching a friend of mine who is a DJ, um, on, he was on Twitch and he did a new video, like, you know, one day new videos of, of songs that had come out, had come out Mm -hmm. and, um, he convinced me to watch Megan the Stallion's newest one. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, yeah, unless I'm doing something like that, like following a friend or doing whatever, I'm not watching or looking for music videos. No. Like, literally, I'm trying to figure out how I can 
find a dinosaur egg in Stardew Valley more so than I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what new music videos are doing right. Except that I do still have a music video playlist on YouTube. I do too. I was gonna say that, and then we can get back to like the streaming part. I feel like we're on a, we're on a rabbit trail. I, <laughs> as far as like watching new music videos, I miss the like morning VH1 and MTV shows. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe not the daily grind. <laughs> But, like, the yeah. VH1 show, Jukebox, when it was, like, a little bit of morning yeah. news, and then they throw you to the new, you know, Goo Goo Dolls album. I mean, it's a fucking right. morning. I don't need fucking Megadeth yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got a playlist called Wake Up, and it's just, like, 90s, early 2000s, and 80s mm-hmm. music videos that are... That you would have watched on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're nice to wake up. Like, my two go-tos is definitely Amber by 311. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, uh, what's going on by the four non blondes? That's like oh that gosh. starts the morning all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so IMDb, it's it's so I told you when I was watching Lost, <clears throat> like four or five straight seasons of Lost, it was a fucking brawny commercial over and over again. Did they at least mix it up? <laughs> they did. I mean, you know, it was. Probably like three, maybe a fourth commercial in there mm. that they did over and over again, but like in, you know, different stages or whatever. But they didn't change, you know, like when I started the season over again, it was all the same commercial. So like either they're like entrenched in, you know, the episode and they don't change because of which is, whatever. Which is what you hope, because the other the only other explanation is they're looking at your fucking data. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I don't need Geico. No. That's all yeah. I got to say. <laughs> About 15 minutes or less. Um, well, and then the other commercial was like uh, a finance commercial, so maybe, you know, it's just uh-oh. like, oh, she's, you know, 20 years from retiring. Well, we're like more like 15, but whatever. From retiring, so maybe she needs the financial services thing, you know, whatever, I don't know. But um, but yeah, it, it's a good show. I I feel like it is starting where season three was. Mm. Like, I thought the writing was good. I thought the storylines were good. I thought the villains were, you know, definitely bad. I feel like they caught on to what we're experiencing now with our, you know, big corporate villains, you know. Like, yeah, we did have the, you know, mortgage crisis and banking crisis, bad guys in the 2008, you know, 2012, whatever, right? Now we're dealing with the opioid crisis guy. We're dealing with uh, people that want to kill politicians who stand up for what's right. We were dealing with those kind of things that we feel like we're seeing right now, you know? And um, so they're keeping up with the times to a certain extent. Um, there is a there, in, the, there is an eat the rich moment that the corporate media is not uh, shying away from because they want to they want to capitalize on it. Right, exactly. And so, um, so I think that that's part of what makes it fun as well because it is a fantasy, and we get to buy into the fantasy that there is there could be someone out there who is making these guys pay. And maybe it's not all of them, but it's enough of them where people are, you know, afraid. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's still, it's like my favorite type of show movie is a heist movie 
that's fun. O- the Ocean series, like I rewatch those um, because it's just fun. I mean, like the old Oceans and this one and the newest ones. Um, I like Leverage because it's a heist. It's it's the heist story all over again. Like the jaunty music was in there, but then they added new elements to you know their music that gets you involved. Um, the the characters are grow have grown. Even when there are things that they still do, but let's just like, we're not looking at the same characters. We're looking at the iteration of them having learned for the last eight years after the five years that we watched them grow and become new people. And like what I liked about what Dean Devlin and his writing staff did is that they, we get to see them grow, you know, and we get to see them change and we get to see them become better people, like better as far as whatever the show is marketing, you know, anyway. And so, um, this is the continuation of that. And, and I like it. It's cheeky fun. And I, I enjoyed it. Like worth, worth it to, even with the commercials and everything, even though it was really annoying to have to sit through the commercials and how the commercials interrupt the flow of the show. Oh, they don't even do it at like the regular moments. Well, they kind of do, but it's like very jarring because it's just like, it's the show and then boom, the commercial, you know, no fade to black. And then the commercial comes up or, you know, like it, you know, like going to commercial, it it doesn't do that. It's just like, it's the show. And then suddenly the commercial is playing because that's the point where in the show where the commercial has to play. Right. And then like, I feel like, I mean, I know that this is not true and this is just me like really being annoyed with the commercials by the third watch through, but it felt like they were like even longer blocks of commercial. <laughs> oh, she's third. here to play. So we're going to play. Oh, she watching? Oh, she watching again? <laughs> yeah, we're going to give her four whole minutes of commercials now. You know, whereas like before it felt like 30 seconds because it's just like, let's just get to the fucking story. But, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, it's not fucking Shakespeare, but also it's not... Um, I'm trying to think of what, what I would, it's not any of the conjuring or, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it's not any TV show where I wouldn't recommend it. I definitely would recommend it. Whether you would actually like it or not, I don't know, but it's worth, you know, like a, a walkthrough or, you know, a watch or whatever. And like, it basically makes me want to add this to you know, like my watch up because leverage the entire seat, all of the seasons of leverage and leverage redemption are on IMDb TV. So you can watch the entire series and it's just a lot of fun. Oh, that's close to a question I was going to ask is, can you come in at redemption or do you really need to watch the first five? No, you can come in at redemption. Um, They explain stuff, but there are a lot of inside jokes, especially in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, Aldous Hodge, who plays um, Alec Hardison, is in the first two episodes, but then he's not in any of the rest of the season. They replace him in the second episode with his... Um, no, they don't replace him, replace him. He, <laughs> okay, that's weird. He's, he's doing, um, as part of his character's arc, he's doing other things and like really becoming a leader in you know the work that they do. So and somebody subs started for helping. him. Hmm? So somebody subs yeah, for him. Yeah, somebody subs for him. So they have another hacker come in, and the, and that other hacker is his um, adopted sister. Mm. 
So, um, and she's great. Like, top-notch, A1, reminds me of Hardison while still being absolutely different mm-hmm. when, from when we first met him. So, like, there's the cockiness and everything, but there's also, like, the, um, you know, kind of like the how we think of and are kind of afraid of, like, the Gen Z kids because it's just, like, all they've known. I mean, you know, like, they were born when, you know, 9-11 happened and all they've lived through is war and recession and after fucking, <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff, right? And so, like, the world has sucked their entire lives, and you know they just want things to be. The difference better. is it sucked, and they all knew it sucked. Ours and they sucked all knew it sucked. Yeah, too. We did not know that Ronald Reagan was a bastard, but we didn't know why yet. Yes. <laughs> you grew up, and he's like doing. They're like doing fucking cameos of them in Back to the Future and shit. Right. And now it's like, oh no, they suck too. Oh, but th- we, it <laughs> yes, wasn't as agreed do. upon. <clears throat> <laughs> right. So it's, it's, I like the show. Um, you know, I could talk about episodes, but I kind of want to do the same thing. I want you to enjoy the journey. You know, I mean, like it's, the outcome is going to be the same overall. Things are, you know, crazy things are going to happen. You're going to think that they're down and out, and then you're going to find out that they were prepared for it. And they're going to show you how they were prepared for it, even though it probably is dumb. And I loved every moment of it and watched it over and over again. And we'll probably keep watching it. It's definitely going to be in the rotation for sleep shows. Cool, cool, cool. Even with the commercials? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're going to wake up and be like, I don't know. I just really it's think we should Geico. give Geico a shot. I mean, 15 minutes, I can yeah. save 50% of my car insurance. <laughs> right? That's a uh, mascot's been going for a very long time. I know, right? But yeah, worth a watch. Definitely must watch as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but right before we do countdowns, I just I found out about a new show today. I, 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 I'm behind on all my things. Sure. Um, my, my news programs and my stories. <laughs> and I don't, and I just stopped checking all my geek um, blogs because it's got, I just don't have the time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, 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 I'm probably have to go back because I'm I'm always behind on things. So I, evidently, American Horror Story has a new show, and it's it's a spinoff, and it's American Horror Stories, and it's an anthology show where instead of a whole season is a story, it's one episode. Um, which I I love this. I mean, I, wait, say that again. Each episode is a different story. Instead oh, okay. of the full oh. season. So, like, technically, American Horror Story is an anthology show because each season's a different story, but now it's a true anthology show, like Time, uh, tw- time Zone, Twilight Zone, <laughs> or Night Gallery, or uh, Outer Limits, which I fucking, I fucking love all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. Uh, it's already, like, three ep- uh, two episodes in. But American Horror Stories, you can, it's on Hulu and FX. So. Is it... Um... Week to week right now? Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. But I just found out about it, and it wouldn't be on my countdown. So so what's on your countdown? Oh, let's see. What is on my countdown? Um, so Apple TV has a new show coming out in five hours called 
Schmigadoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I shared a trailer for that. And that seems interesting. Um, I hope they don't find true love. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like this is going... Watching this will be something that drives my husband crazy because <laughs> he hates musicals. And this is like basically a whole musical of a of a show, right? Well, it's and it's so doing we'll the meta thing, which I'm a fan of, where the people yeah. are like, oh my God, we're stuck in a musical. Aware. I, yeah, I exactly. love that. So uh, it, it can be a cheap trick they can wear if, you don't, if they don't do it right. Do it right. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited when it is done right. So I'm, I'm, I, didn't, yeah. I thought it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a show. So I'm excited. It is a show. And uh, let's see. Is it going to be week to week or are they putting all the episodes out? I, I, I think Apple does week to week. I don't, week to week. I don't know oh, okay. of a show that they've, they've dropped all at once. Mm. But it's Cecily Strong and Keegan Michael Key. Cecily Strong, who's makes great. Cecily Strong is is hilarious, and Keegan Michael Key, when he's on, he's fucking on. But he can he has a lot of misses as well, <laughs> and he will take a job. He has been on some he has been on some shit projects. Um, though Key and Peele is amazing. Okay, so that's Key and Peele is amazing, and the women. Okay, that's in fact. Sorry, I just I'm Cecily ahead, Strong. Ahead, I just want to come ahead. on Cecily Strong. Uh, I stopped. Wa- I was I, I I was watching SNL. I, st- I stopped watching SNL for decade a decade, and then I finally started watching uh, on a regular basis because the YouTube channel is cool because they will break up every sketch, so I don't have to sit through the shitty ones. So I just mm-hmm. Command W to get out of that window, and um, then I just stopped because I got tired of the shitty fucking political ones, but. The last couple of years, it has been the women, and Cecily Strong is one of those that has carried that show mm-hmm. for the last five years. She's awesome. Yeah. She really is. My favorite is the girl you don't want to talk to at a party. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite character she does. Hmm. Your next show, I'm sorry. Okay, so Schmigadoon is in five hours. In five hours also is Johnny Test. Now, I don't know if you ever watched um, Johnny Tess, but like, no. I it's a cartoon. It used to come on Cartoon Network. I can, you know, sing the song in my head or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Johnny Tess is, let's see, has uh, twin sisters. Okay. He has twin sisters who are geniuses, and then he's a little troublemaker. Um, and he has a talking dog, and they um, do all these experiments, the gadgets, superpowers, and um, but he has to be home by five, you know, kind of thing. So it's kind of like uh, Phineas and Ferb if um, Phineas and Ferb were actually uh, delinquents, because <laughs> they're not. They are two adorable little little boys. But um, yeah, Johnny Tess was kind of one of my favorite cartoons, and I was in a basically an adult when i was watching it <laughs> i really enjoyed it so that's new new johnny test and uh, well season seven but you know new johnny test in five hours five days i got turner and hooch seven days ted lasso another seven day i mean it's also in seven days masters of the universe um i the only thing i had was I, you know i don't have anything hmm. You don't, you don't have anything. Oh, see, I have Ted Lasso because I had it as a show I was following, but that's for Stephanie's purposes because she liked it and I didn't. 
Mm. Okay, I'm glad Stephanie liked it. Yes. I just don't understand you. You. It's it's trying to walk a thin line that it just falls off for me, but I understand it hits for other people. I know what they're trying to do, and I know why other people like it. I just don't. I, I don't laugh. Whatever. I don't laugh Ooh. when they're trying to be funny. I don't find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, all I. American Horror Stories. That's my. That's my suggestion. That's your. That's your suggestion. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I wish Leverage Redemption was starting all over again because I. I mean, I'm gonna watch it again this weekend. <laughs> On top of whatever I pick, uh, it's either Mortel or I may be doing RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, we finally got a date. I don't think we had this information last week or at least i didn't have it we finally got a date for what if and that's uh oh august 11th you said you did say that last week okay well i want to say it again august 11th what if because this could be badass i love it it's talk about my absolute favorite comic book title of all time what if okay is it yeah just because i love alternate realities and alternate mm-hmm. histories and that's one of the reasons why i've loved loki so much is the variant part I love like ooh what would have happened. I have also I've also always made the joke, and again this is a nerd joke because no one gives no one knew what the fuck what if was. <laughs> that um, I also felt what if to be a little bit of a, a fuck you by Marvel because it's like oh you didn't like the decision we made. Well here's how it would have gone if we we had done what you wanted. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Magneto would have ruled the world. Did you really want that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then sometimes it'd be real dumb like there's one issue that's like what if Conan was in the Marvel Universe like I don't care right. oh him and Wolverine are sharing a beer great awesome fun can we move on <clears throat> so yeah no what if is one of my favorites that's okay. also where yeah we got the best version of Spider Girl was from a what if comic book and it was so popular mm. it was, everybody was like alright we'll just what? start a whole series what was the what if spider girl what if well by this time what if wasn't asking the specific question so it was just like oh, okay what if peter and mary jane had stayed together and had a daughter and they oh. named her after aunt may so her name was may mayday parker her nickname was mayday and then she she was oh. then when she hit uh puberty she started getting her power so then she and her you know her dad trains her it's fun it's a fun book. Hmm. It's a fun little, and you don't have to read anything else. So I was like, also cool. So anyway, Spider May, Spider May. There's also yeah. No, what if if you're ever in like uh, if you're ever like in a comic book shop or and you're looking through like one of those like you know twenty five cent bins, go for the what ifs. Oh, that sounds good. Have you watched any more Kevin Can Fuck Himself? Yes. And I'm gonna go. It's gonna be a bust. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, if you would like, I, that's great. I would like to do two, um, just brief catch em ups. Uh, okay. <clears throat> we were really excited for Kevin Can Wait because just like Shmadoogie's Badoog, um, it was. Kevin Can Fuck Himself. It was about, uh, someone being in a thing and aware of it. And so mm-hmm. I was really hoping it, it, I, it, it I was really hoping that the sitcom part was like a nervous breakdown from her Mm, or at least, mm -hmm. or at least the sitcom is the prime universe. And then the dark parts is like 
what the character the character's fantasies will be. Like to me, that's a fun way to take this bright and cheery and well super lit thing and mix it with this dark sepia toned single camera um <laughs> shit fest or whatever <laughs> and really i just feel like i'm being tricked into watching a sitcom like i'm watching a normal fx dramedy <laughs> it's not even again that funny <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I, I'm watching a dramedy and then it's got interstitial moments of sitcom. Now in this last episode, there was some really good moments. The last episode that I watched, there were some interesting moments where she interpreted his normal husband sitcom hijinks and interpreted it in the real world scenes as a selfish and manipulative villainous character. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. So if it actually pulls on that thread and keeps going there, then I'm with it. But up mm-hmm. until that, like comment, like he's a dummy and he gets stuck in the house. This mm-hmm. happens almost like a Winnie the Pooh problem, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just dumb. <laughs> and then she's out trying to buy drugs <laughs> because it's an FX dramedy. Well, mm-hmm. because she's, I mean, she could just be like a woman out trying to buy drugs. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? I, who isn't a woman going out trying <laughs> to buy drugs nowadays? You're right. I she could do what she wants. <laughs> she um. So she's doing because she's doing something illicit. She keeps not answering her phone, but because he's stuck mm-hmm. in a part of the house and can't get out, he keeps calling her. So mm-hmm. his little hijink ends up being a cop pulling her over because he's reported the car stolen. Mm. And so that ends up being like serious. Whereas if right. you watch it from the sitcom side, oh, he's just being goofy. And so like, if mm-hmm. they keep doing that with me, that's mm-hmm. interesting. But I right. just feel like I'm being tricked into watching a three camera sitcom that I don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it, it kind of that, what you just said kind of reminds me of breeders when she is afraid that he, has hurt the kids yeah. because he is so caustic about <laughs> towards them and about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, and that's supposed to be a funny moment, Yeah, but like, I can't find any humor in that, you mm-hmm. know? And so like, if they, if they actually turn that kind of thing around where you see the one side where it is funny, but you're also seeing the side where it's, it's dangerous and dark and, you know, like, you know, could have gotten her killed kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, like, how many drugs is she buying? Like, is this like an ounce of pot or are we talking <laughs> She's trying to get meth and cocaine? She's trying to get oxy. Huh? She's trying to get oxy. So she, she's like got 30 oxy pills that she doesn't have a prescription to? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, th- I'm just saying, who doesn't have that? No, I'm just <laughs> She is so no, the, and then there was a there was a there's a greater explanation of the differences between the two types of shows, where mm-hmm. um, the girl with her is their neighbor, and the neighbor doesn't like her, and actually is mm-hmm. friends with Kevin. Mm-hmm. 
And so she's like trying to show her, like, you remember last year when um, Kevin. So you can imagine the sitcom episode, right? Because this is all exposition on her part. And she's like, do you remember when I got that job last summer? And I really felt good about myself. And I finally had something that was mine that wasn't connected to Kevin. And I was really feeling good about myself. But then Kevin kept thinking I was having an affair with the guy, which we've seen that type of like, oopsie Mm -hmm. daisy, mistaken, you know, mistaken thing. Right. Um, And so Kevin calls and gets the guy in trouble with corporate, which again would be something you'd see on a sitcom. And then Mm -hmm. she's like, well, then they fired me and then I had nothing. And so it's like, she was dealing with real world consequences of his sitcom hijinks. And Mm -hmm. that made the character start to become sympathetic with her. And so if they keep doing stuff like that, that's what I want. Like use the sitcom thing to show like how sinister. Yes. And like how it is. Well, how things can be seen in one way and another. There's Mm -hmm. that. I think that, that there's multiple layers. There's that. And then there's also like, um, you know, the different, different perspectives. And then there's also like, you know, kids don't try this at home. This is what those hijinks really do. Like these are the consequences. <laughs> right. right. But if it's just, oh, the only time we see Kevin on screen is when he's with his dopey friend doing the honeymooners. Mm. I don't give a shit. I don't want to watch the honeymooners. I saw the honeymooners. It was called the honeymooners. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been 75 recreations since. Yeah. Um, and the original is still the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because at least so, it's a trailblazer no, somehow. It's a, right. you know at least it, it, at least when he talks about beating his wife, you believe it. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the moon, Alice. Um. Anyway, so Kevin Quaid, Loki. Yeah. As little words as possible, because I think we could do. We're, we'll do a, a full. Yeah, in a few later. weeks we'll do a full. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? <laughs> Three words or less. Why? 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 Oh, so you didn't like it? I I didn't necessarily say that. Okay. Um, but it was. It's kind of like um, it might be one I have to talk through, cause it like I have that same feeling of disappointment that I had like when I was watching the Nevers, right? So I'm watching a show. It's kick ass. It has everything that I should like about something, but like something's not satisfying hmm. about what happened and what I just watched. And that's how I felt. And like when I got to the end of it, I was like, Oh, I got to watch this. I got to watch this series over again. I, you know, again, just trying to keep it short and not too specific. Yeah. I think I, I saw a lot of people respond well. Yeah. I saw a lot of people respond well. So I was super excited. Like I stopped editing so that I could watch it because it's just like, I can't stand it anymore. Right. And when I got to the end of it, I was just like, am I the oddball? (laughs) I don't know how you, you, in order for that ending. And I don't like this. I think it should be by itself. It should work by itself. Mm -hmm. The only way that ending is interesting in the way that I saw people react is if you know, the behind the scenes news of, who that character was. Yeah. And, and, or if you knew any comic book information of who that character was, but like, I don't know how a muggle 
who just, I don't know how a muggle walks out going, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because Stephanie was getting bored. There was a lot of exposition that she was not a fan of. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't an exciting finale. But I, too, need a couple of weeks to digest and see if the really great first five episodes is ruined by that last boring one. Same. Exactly. Exactly same. So. I mean, like, if you're not more exciting than Alligator Loki <laughs> biting off Loki's hand, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, you can't show me that and then give me, like, so I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta ruminate. Um, I can, uh, I don't know the name. Let me look, this, look at something. Uh, I have a very good, I can suggest a very good explainer from Screen Crush. Uh, Loki Ending Explained by Screen Crush. Because um, Stephanie had a lot of questions and I started answering her. And it's one of those things where I had so many thoughts. The train was getting bunched. So I, I we watched it together. And uh, I think he does a good job explaining what was going on. I don't know if it'll make you like the episode more, but it'll at least explain things. Well, I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, but I'll read it for sure. Oh no, to see if video, I did yeah. actually miss anything, but I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, um, if you listen to any of this and thought I like to cut that guy's jib, I bet, I bet he draws really good cartoons. Well, that's for your eye to behold. And you can go to my sticker shop at uh, etsy.com slash shop slash 71 sticker co. And if you would like to see how to use those stickers or uh, pictures of my puppy or fun nerd memes or um, political memes, you can follow me on Instagram at 71 sticker co. And you can find me on the interwebs at in front of the telly. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. And remember, we'll be watching.